Hi, I'm Sandy Mackey. And I'm Al Curtis. And you are listening to Conversations with Ask the Pool Guy and Ask the Pool Girl. Coming to you live from the Up North Adventure. Doesn't that kind of look like... Uh, up North Adventures, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That looks like the mansion. Backyard. It is. It's the backyard of the mansion. Ooh, okay. There we go. For those of you who don't know our office, we call the Steampunk Mansion. Right. Built in 1883. And if you're not watching the YouTube version of our podcast, then you are listening and you would be seeing this anyway. And you would not, but you right. might hear the grasshopper, cricket. Cicadas or cicadas? Tomato, tomato, cicada, cicada. Those are cicadas. And they are? It's a bug that's about this big, and they're in the trees. You don't see them very often. They're really cool if you see them. They're monsters, though. They're like gigantic. tree hoppers. They're not yeah. grasshoppers or tree hoppers. Callie. They're, they're cicadas. Callie. Come here, Cal. Callie. Hey. Nice. Callie found friends. Come on. Or uh, she'll be she'll be busy all day. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Alright. I'm Sandy. That's Callie over there. The dog chasing a squirrel. I'm Al. Coming to you live from the backyard here. Yeah. With all the wonderful noises and sounds of nature. Which we do have a really cool place and it's cool to hear all of those sounds. Because as we're hearing those, what's interesting with the camera doesn't catch is I'm looking right past the camera and down to our koi fish, which are about this big. And there's 26 of them, I think, in a boat. Right behind you here, there is a life raft boat, which has a whole story in and of itself. But if you've ever seen the movie Life of Pi, the the boat that the little boy was on when he's with the tiger out in the middle of the ocean, that was one of the sister boats here. The guy that procured that boat for that movie was hired to procure, procure three of them because they were shooting in three locations. And it ends up they only shot in one location. And these two boats ended up in his warehouse for many years. And eventually he called the production company after the movie had come out and said, what do you want me to do with these? And they said, well, do whatever you want. Sell them or keep them or whatever. And he uh, in turn sold them. And we have one of them here. and. Instead of having it floating in the ocean, we have the ocean floating inside of it. So it's partially in the ground, full of water, mm-hmm. and it's got some amazing, amazing koi fish in there. It is our freshwater koi pond mm-hmm. that we occasionally add salt to because salt it's good. helps it's good for the fish. The fish's slime coat. I know way more about koi fish than I ever thought you would. Would have bet that I would ever need to know. Yeah. Yep, I do. So anyway, here we are today. Yeah. I know that I have a thousand things on my mind. Yes. That would be worthy conversation. Um, I would like for you to start though, if you have anything in particular that, uh, again, we don't rehearse what we're gonna talk about or you know, we know the things that are going on in our lives and we usually just let it flow. That's why it's conversations versus pre-planned out podcasts of yeah. whatever, it's conversations. Well, <laughs> There's a lot of places that I could go with it, and I think two things that I would like to start with, or three. Yeah, that's it. Okay, I'm going to narrow it down to the first three. So, first thing, number one, my nephew Dawson was in town this last week. 
he spend seven hours at the Once Upon a Time launch in the pool swimming, which was crazy fun. Second thing, I took him out to Road to Hana and he observed that our pools have to look pretty ugly before they get pretty, mm -hmm. which was a cool observation. So that's part one. Uh, part two is our company definitely is going to have some changes coming up as we move forward. And we've talked about those with some of you to some extent, so we could get a little more into that. One of the things I'm hoping that we can do is host an open house at our Once Upon a Time pool. Kevin and Lori don't know that I'll be asking them this, but I'm sure they'll say yes. <laughs> or, or telling them that because, we're going to host yeah, a party at another uh, they're event They're usually there. pretty game. That's my foot, foot rest right there. And I would like to do that, and we're kind of ballparking maybe Labor Day weekend that Saturday morning, probably like 10 to noon, although chances are we'll start at 10 and we'll just go till we're mm -hmm. done being there. Well, it's an interesting idea. Let's, I, I know you have let's a number three, but let's just touch on that number two. I might be forget. Did I forget what number three is? Well, let's just go with the first two. I'm sure you'll come up All with All right, it. let's cover one and two. Okay, so number two, I think that that idea, uh, we have all of these people that are pre-qualified in terms of the basic qualifications before we get into sending you down the rabbit hole to see if you're the customer for us or not. But the, the first pre-qualifications are there for quite a few people. We should have planned these chairs better. And instead yeah, of... quite fun. Okay. They can't, they can't see the chairs, so they're pretending we're floating. Do you ever really think about what the people in the interview are sitting on? Or? So Not just, really. just, just pretend that they're floating. Yeah. Anyway. We have a neighbor that is a pseudo drag racer. Motorcycle yeah. craziness. Well, I want to put my feet up, but there's no convenient spot. You okay? I'll I mean, stop. let's Come just stop. Let's I'll, just stop. stop no, we'll take a break here until you're ready. Okay. You're I'm good. Ready. No, but there's this idea that we have this whole group of people that are interested in or requesting that we build a pool. And instead of going appointment to appointment to appointment, because we work, we make them work to pre-qualify, this is a really good pre-qualifier see if they're willing to invest a few hours of their time. Well, that and it... And then they can actually see the product, which so, is sensational. So there's one of us that goes on our initial pool appointments, and that would be you. Why don't you look at the camera? Don't, what's back there? A lawnmower and your dog. Well, that, she'll be fine. I was double checking. Oh no, a four wheeler. Okay. Um, all right, so there's Are one Are we gonna of go you. back inside? Cause you're more distracted I, in nature than anybody. I probably am. Okay. There's one of you and there's a lot of them and you still have a lot of work to finish pool-wise before we call it a year. So instead of trying to pack your time with appointments, I would like to get a sense from people moving forward if they want the scope of what we will need to do moving forward because we've talked for a long time about how we grow and navigate the future. And I know that you kind of have gone back and forth with, do we go back to building more simple pools and more of them? And I can tell you that I've always been not a fan of that idea. I see it as 
a possibility in, in some sense, but overall, it's a means to an end, but it doesn't feel solve anything. like it would be the thing for us. And I think that is definitely reinforced now with the ability for uh, people to get pool kits or to get the Impossible. materials that mm -hmm. we need to build. We shall not build more volume. Mm -hmm. We shall build more volume on the sites that we're on. So we really, you know, Garena pre-qualifies people when they call and she does a great job. And and even, she takes copious notes, so she yeah. know we know everything about so what someone said. The preliminary qualification that you go through with Galena to see if you are a fit for legendary. And any pool is an amazing pool. Anywhere that you get to spend time in the water with your friends and family, whether it is the we've all had I had for a time, the inflatable um, ring around the top, you know, that pool, anything from that to more extensive Crazy. is wonderful. Yeah. And there are some people that in the past have been able to get pool kits and build those. I'm not so sure. You got to get on the list early for this upcoming, the future of pool building. Anyway, um, so we need to know, like, even of the people who qualify at the, the preliminary budget that we present, I don't believe that we'll be able to build pools for that moving forward. I think that you need to have a basic understanding of what the starting cost is. And then in order to hire us, you need to be looking for more. You need to be looking for that all encompassing environment that we've created at Once Upon a Time or at Lazy River. So it's the pool and side by side, the pool structure itself is very comparable to a price normal point pool. of a normal pool but after you get the preliminary pool shape in the yard then we add the patio and we add the sun ledge and we add the water feature and we add the outdoor entertaining space kitchen pergola or whatever that bar. may be yeah. you know so from there is where we build so moving well, forward i think it goes beyond that those are still yeah. features though those are just features that yeah. you can plug and play with True. What we're talking about is the experience. Yeah. It was sort of like at the at the party last week, I was thinking about a particular potential customer that couldn't make it. Something happened and they weren't able to make it. And what I would like to find out from them is, do you want the full immersion experience mm -hmm. or do you just want a cool pool? And while I'm known for having built really cool pools, mm -hmm. I'm not interested so much in just building a really cool pool. Yeah. I really think it's important that I immerse myself and I immerse the customer into this process of everything we do so that we become different people when we're done. Yeah. And I think that's the, it shows in the work it's not just the, the physical experience that we have and the mental experience, but in the physical work, it's clearly different. Yeah. If you walked every moment in every part of a project that we build, if you, you, you stopped and took a snapshot of every part of everything, you couldn't compare that to anything else that's out there. You could look at, we had a, a customer recently had in their email had said, you're either building it for us or Amazing Pools out of Florida is building it. And while that sounds really good, what we know about them insane or insane yeah. pools, that's not amazing pools, another guy, but insane I pools. I didn't think he was out of Florida. Insane pools is in Florida. Is yep. Okay. 
So what they don't realize is he's still building really normal pools. Of course, they look good on TV because you can cut and paste to make it look good. Nothing against him. Uh, he's done an amazing job to bring Lucas. light to the industry. Yeah. Lucas, you know, he's he's he deserves all the fame and the recognition. I would take none of that from him, and I hope that he can continue to grow his business and get world acclaim. That does nothing yeah. but help the industry, and I appreciate that because we need we need some of that media attention. However, having said all of that, there's still a clear difference between what he would build yeah. versus what I would build. Uh, arguably, there are thousands of pool companies that can build what Lucas builds. Again, nothing against him because he's he, he has a TV show which proves he's worthy of it. No doubt about that. But there's a lot of builders. I know personally a lot of builders that could build that caliber of pool all day long. Right. It's the stuff that goes beyond that that I think the consumer, the general consumer has no idea what we're talking about. I think probably if someone were to interview our customer about what we're talking about, I don't even know that they could articulate because now that's an assumption for them that yeah. the detail, the, the, the use of materials in the quirky, the, the way that we do it, yeah. it's just different. Well, I think our customers say it best and they say it best not when they're trying to help when us points get right. a sound bite into a clip, but they get it when either I or Katie or anyone else on our team that, you know, goes live or kind of cuts to them, asks them a question about something and we get them talking. That's when we hear, and that's one of the things I'll be putting together next that I'm so excited to do. We haven't seen a lot from Bud and Vera since their initial video. And we did see a little bit of Kevin and Lori, but at the party, I was able to take kind of the culmination of all of our efforts put together some clips and video and photos and we all got to experience that together and then at that moment I was ready to put together some of the clips that Katie has taken all along that add so the clips that Katie takes are talking about kind of what do you think will happen and what has happened so far interspersed that with us all together using it and then with pictures of some of the individual pieces that we're talking about and even if you visited once upon a time and you think you saw everything you didn't because the homeowners haven't seen everything we as a team i think have seen more of it than anybody but there are still things that you did that i haven't seen or mm -hmm. that i did that you didn't mm -hmm. notice because we each take our part so seriously and everybody that works on it is so invested so i guess this is a well this is, this is going to be a really good transition is, into another part of this conversation is it it is I was go about ahead to, keep, keep going on that well one. i was about to mention that last night i had asked kaylee if she had seen the culmination video of once upon a time 
and she had not watched it yet. So my parents and my nephew happened to be in the living room at the same time. So I turned it on and Kyle came in to watch it as well. And we watched the 22 minute video that I had put together of the Once Upon a Time launch, the party, Kevin and Lori talking. And at the end, it was very sweet. Like Kyle and Dawson started the applause, like, and Kyle's going, that was really well done. And throughout it, I was watching it in a, in a different place of like awe and wonder and it's so amazing and being a part of that is so powerful knowing that Kaylee is going to go into another or like back into another career path again as well as Zach and if you followed us for a while you know that Zach and Kaylee are kind of the powerhouse that that built a lot of this a lot of the components of once upon a time like as we're watching it and we're looking at the house and we're looking at the boulders and we're looking at this and we're looking at that and i'll be like did you carve that did you do that and kaylee said yeah i did that and she shot this and you know i wasn't sitting with karen and jesse or you and i could have had a conversation with each one of you of the substantial like it's a million pounds of concrete there's enough to go around um i could have talked with each one of you about that mm -hmm. but I know that it's really, really hard. So it's hard, one, being a parent, and it's hard, two, being in a team and in a company where we foster this and knowing that we always want people to follow their hearts wherever that leads them. And watching that video, like, you know, so Kaylee, and then we watched a couple other clips after that of kind of shooting the raw once upon a time. My dad is a civil engineer and I don't know that he visits our channel on YouTube much. He might actually, he might. Um, so I was going to some of that and there was, we were shooting the wall in the bar and Kaylee was on the nozzle. And even she said, you know, it kind of looks like I'm just standing there, but like with her whole body, she was holding the hose so that it didn't go anywhere. And she makes it look flippin' effortless. And, you know, I've talked about pools and the building of them and doing this type of work. It's in you or it's not. And it's in her and she makes it look so effortless. And mm -hmm. I know she likes it. And then I think sometimes um, society or normal expectations, like I don't have normal expectations for anybody that's around me, whether you are a complete stranger and I meet you for the first time or you are close to me, like I have expectations way beyond what, what you may even is. have mm -hmm. for yourself. So I don't, I don't ever want people to settle for normal when there's extraordinary around them. And uh, so I was getting very, very sad, very, 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 very sad about this change that's happening because it's magic. It's magic when you get to see it. It's magic when you get to see the process happening. It's magic, I believe, when you get to wake up in the morning and put on your sweatshirt and your raggedy <laughs> um, work mm -hmm. pants and go hold this hundreds of pound hose with stuff flying out of it at high velocities and and stand there like you're having a chat you know 
there's just something to that. So I, I don't talk about it a lot and I likely won't dwell on it because as I know, everything changes, but I am, I am very sad. Yeah. Well, which leads to where the conversation can go is we become very mentally, physically, and emotionally invested in what we're doing, yeah. as are the people around us. And we've nurtured and fostered that. Here's the challenge moving forward, and not just for us, but for the world. As I was thinking about this last night, and that's why it's kind of a perfect part of this conversation, is I'm a 50-something-year-old man, the average pool guy, company owner, is older than me in this country. And there's not a lot of hope for the future in terms of young men and or women willing to put their put their themselves in the position Sorry, that we put ourselves in. That was one other observation I made as we're watching Kaylee on the end of the shot creek nozzle. Like how many women are there? that three in the world that maybe. have been on the end of a shot creek nozzle three in the world totally maybe if that i, th I she thought might be you the only count one them on yeah, two there's, hands. there's there's not many mm. no she has oh. an incredibly unique skill set and she's Man, one she's one in a million for sure sadder, but okay so peace and love peace that's and right love. so yeah. as i look at the industry like beyond us, we're just a blip in the, ma the, the map of life. But moving forward from that, our industry has not nurtured the young to come and become involved in it. So let's just start on a basic level. We're not talking doing the level of work that we're doing, right. which, is, which involves passion and love and heart and really heartfelt meaning and feeling for what we're doing. We're talking about just on the very basic level we have this vacuum void of lack of interest, lack of the youth willing to bust their butts and you know risk breaking their neck doing something that's so valuable and so worth it. Which when you look at the pool industry, it's all, it's all about family fun. It's all about relationship building. It's all about entertainment. It's all about creating environment. It's all of those things at all levels of it. And yet it's like skipped. We're, we're all struggling to find people, and that's just at the basic level. I mean, of all industries, but our, our, our industry's been that way for it's, a long, long, long it's time. It's hard work. You sweat your ass You're off. You're going to work your butt off. Mm -hmm. It's dangerous at times, and you have to be very aware of what's happening, which is obvious watching us shoot shotcrete. Like, those hoses... Yep, things if can go. If something went wrong, if they plug, if they burst, like that There's is things that can happen. That mm -hmm. is dangerous and you just have to be aware and work through it. And yet it's so rewarding. Mm -hmm. It is so rewarding that it is so rewarding for our team. And I don't know if it's the same. We've talked a lot before about people who their job is like brick you know, you go and you do brick every day, all day long. All you ever and do is brick houses. Our team, I was mentioning, there's a, a short clip of when Kaylee and Zach were at once upon a time working on the entrance. It was all I could do that day because it was so hot to walk from my car back to the pool to check on some of the vignettes and things and walk back to my car. Like I am exhausted and sweating 
and Kaylee and Zach, there's Kaylee in her sweatshirt and their block after block are going on that wall. Zach's mixing concrete. Kaylee is pulling the wheelbarrow over. And I just remember how I felt walking from my car to the pool and back. And like, that is astounding. Mm -hmm. So to be able to do that and everybody was on that last minute push before the party to make sure that wall was done. Jessie was there in her sweatshirt up and down the ladder, putting the mud on the wall, doing what she needed. Katie was there doing all of that. Plus then, hey Katie, I need you to wire some of these lights. So she's jumping into that. Like it's across, it's across Karen skill set. was sweating her butt off, working on Mickey and Minnie mm -hmm. outside in the heat to get them done and I mean, she's she's not a young no, youngster not. either, and the stickability when it matters is mind-blowingly incredible. If I would wish, and I talk about this a lot too. Sorry, I'm I'm rambling, but I observe people certain ways. There are things in people that are so magical and so effortless that when you spot it, I hope you take a minute to recognize it. And I love observing people's certain ways and to see people care so much about what they do which like I don't even I should also say what I was talking about you when I was watching that video with my family um to to witness that like should just we can do it if someone's in a concert and they can play the piano or they can play a whatever sports used to be like it happens every day in normal everyday people that are doing the thing where you can just see that they're in the zone and the heat doesn't matter, the time doesn't matter, their exhaustion doesn't matter and they just keep doing it. So when we were watching um, that shot creek day of the bar, you know, Zach's there and we saw him too when he was on the ladder and holding the hose when we were shooting the top of the grotto. And he kind of just looks like he's standing there, but like, you know, he can pick up a six by six post, one in each hand and just march it across the yard. So like, he's just strong, just standing there. And Kaylee was talking with, I don't know who brought up the question, like, oh, you know, that must be really strong or Zach must be really strong. And I was saying that women are built differently than men. And for Kaylee to stand there with that hose, she is using her entire body to be stable or if she was going to lift her arms up above her head and like screw something in above her like she has to use the force of her entire body to do that because women's muscles are built differently than men where a man can just put his arm up and the strength of his arm muscle can just do that so then we were comparing the strength of people on the team and she was saying i, th I think al's the strongest and i think zach's second and then i think i'm third although what I said about Al is Zach and Al are different because Zach doesn't have the hours under his belt, nor does he have the same level of interest or, or um, accountability that you do. And I said the difference, the biggest difference between Zach and Al is Al knows that if there is something that requires strength or that requires that something happen, Al at any cost will make it happen because he knows that there is not another option and there isn't someone else that he can give the task to. So the difference in strength, while sure, Zach can pick up things and he is very strong and he's, he's uh, an incredible asset to our team, 
he's different was. because he doesn't at any cost need to make sure that he's responsible for this thing happening. Yeah, there, there's, it's an interesting uh, point because you can be very physically strong, which Zach is very physically strong. And I can appreciate that in him, but he has, when it comes to work, his vested interest is just to, into, doing a, into doing a job yeah. where mine, my whole heart and who I am is in it. And all of what all of us do reflect directly on me. Regardless of whether someone else is thinking it or not, I'm thinking it. That everything we do, every mistake we make or every amazing thing we build is a direct reflection on me, the human being. And that's where my heart comes from. That's where my strength comes from, is that I would rather back myself in a corner every time and just do it and get it done than try to wiggle my way out of it in hopes of finding another way. Well, an awful lot of strong people look for every other way to do something versus put your head down and just get it done. So there's, there's certainly difference. Physical strength is a huge part of it, but mental strength and emotional strength from the heart is way beyond, way beyond the physical. Physical will get you just so far, but I'm telling you, the physical will fail. And when it does, you better have something behind you, something that's going to push you beyond any, any physical exertion that you could imagine. And that's that whole mindset is that you can do, and, and this is just my trick that I've always used in my life, is I can do anything for a minute, anything. I can do anything for an hour. I can do anything for a day or a week or whatever it is. And here, here's a great example of something we've probably never really talked about is remember when my brother Rick got his arm stuck in a mixer. Yeah. We're talking could have been a horrible, horrible event. He and Karen were on a job and he was mixing concrete and he flipped the lid up and he was wanting to test the mud or something to make it was sure it was okay. And his glove got caught. The mixer paddle caught his arm and pulled it down into the mixer. And again, you can't shut it off. Now you have this motor that's pulling against your body. He was fighting it with everything that he had physically, mentally, and emotionally as he's screaming for Karen. By the time Karen got there, Rick even admitted to me, he felt himself leaving his body. But what he said, what was the most amazing thing, and I don't know that I've ever shared this with you. He said, Hang on. Why are we blubbering idiots every week? Doggone it, our lives are amazing. They are. Fuck. Anyway, so Rick said to me, he said, I kind of believe that there's only one other human being that could have experienced that and made it through. And he said, that would be you. Because, because you have the same heart. You, you know, the, the fight comes from somewhere deep. It doesn't come from physical. It comes from something much deeper. And that's what I do know about Rick is, is much as Rick and I are not the same, we're very different. Deep inside, he's got this heart part of him that this willingness to fight at all cost. And that experience happened to him when, it, when he called and said it had happened. 
I rushed to the hospital because he had gone to emergency and that's where we sat and talked and he started telling me the story about how he kind of felt his life force because he was fighting with everything he had to keep this thing from ripping his arm off, let alone killing him. And Karen, of course, was moving as fast as she could move, which wasn't fast enough. But anyway, the net result was... He got his arm out. He got his arm out. How, and it, how and his did hand, he get his arm out? They, she shut it off. Okay. So what happened, so that he paddle, couldn't he, he couldn't do anything other than fight this thing that kept pulling on his arm. And um, the net result was he was fine. He had minor bruising on his hand, and that was it. But but what he expressed from the depth of the of the the physical I mean he was a different human being after that there's no doubt about it I went out the very next day and bought a brand new mixer that had a lid that you couldn't lift up because you were never going to take that lid off again but but what he said there is he said there's only one other human being that I think could have survived that experience and that would be you be me because it's there's a mindset about life that goes way beyond and that's why I'm really kind of sad for the future when I look at the wimpy kids that are growing up today that just can't physically they might look strong but if you're not emotionally and mentally and spiritually and and in the heart strong who gives a shit what your body is because i'm going to tell you that's going to go away when you're 18 years old you think you're going to have that forever you're not but if you don't have it in here and you don't have it in here this this is going to go i mean i I think about what i do every day i I don't want to do anything other than this i really don't i don't want a different job or different whatever believe me sitting at the office you know what i'm things every day even if it's just for like a week or two or a month or two it's not good (laughs) but i realize my knees have the limit my elbows have the limit my shoulders have the limits and I live in those limits, so the, the, the edge of those limits all the time. But I don't, but it's right here. That if, if this gives out, I'm fucking done. But well, if this doesn't give out, and this doesn't give out, it doesn't matter what this really is. And that's what drives me crazy and irritates me with people today that find every excuse like, Will they to be ever wimps. even tap into that part of themselves? I, I don't know if they can. And that's, that also still, like, as I'm thinking of things and thoughts keep triggering. Kaylee's been with the pool company. She was for a time and then she went out Mm -hmm. out, and then she came back and like there was we were talking about that shotcrete hose and how heavy it is and she got flung off of a sun ledge Mm -hmm. at A's and without thinking about it she used her body to make sure that it didn't fly around or hurt anybody. Do Mm -hmm. anything else. So Mm -hmm. that that inner knowingness that it's on you to do this thing. That's, it's, again, people certain ways, and these are extreme examples, and we have a lot of people that are willing in our military, in our law enforcement, in everyday people who do extraordinary things to tap into that. And I think that's one of the things that I celebrate the most about, you know, our our human existence, our time on earth, is mm-hmm. being able to see people tap into such extraordinary parts of themselves. And not that legendary escapes would have that as a part of their marketing slogan, but 
But it's kind of who we the are, though. The difference between us and other people is that we'll tap into that. Not necessarily just for our sake, but for our clients' for our, sake for that we sake. fall in love with. Mm-hmm. And for each other's sake mm-hmm. on our team. And, you know, in the end, it is also for us, but really everybody on our team that is on the team, that's that's how they live. They are legendary human beings. Yeah. Well, there's... Oh, there's, a, there's so, a... I just feel like referencing Kevin and my allergies right now. <laughs> Thanks for giving her allergies, Kevin. Oh, and me allergies. Thanks, man. I know we had, we had allergies before we met Kevin. But... I know. Oh, they're getting they're getting a lot a lot worse these days. <laughs> well, no, oh, man. There's a humanness to all of this that we, the society really kind of pushes us away from. You know, our our jobs are about money, and we're supposed to make lots of money, and we're supposed to supposed to supposed to all these things that go to school, get an education so you can get a, a good job, so you can make lots of money and you can do lots of things and you can spend lots of money stimulating the economy and blah, 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 blah. I mean, that's just that's just a story that we've always heard. And, and really, while we know that money is simply a magnifier in someone's life, if you're an asshole without it, you're gonna be a bigger one with it. If you're amazing without it, you're gonna be even more amazing with it. And, and that works across the spectrum. Well, money is but a tool, like a it's, hammer. It is a tool. It's just something that can be used. It's something in your toolbox that you can deploy. And, and here's something from that I've certainly come to understand about this, is we'll tap into that part of ourselves that you just mentioned for someone else because we've made a decision to fall in love with them. Yeah. We've decided that at all cost, they it has nothing to do. It with has money. nothing to the money doesn't it has matter, to and do. and that's and money has never been a motivator, certainly for me, and and it's okay. Well, it's, it's you know it, it's a tool to be used to accomplish this or that or to right. get past something or to help you with something, but it's no more than that. So we've talked about this too, whether it's, you know, pool service or pool, whatever, like there are things that any one of us on the team, like we would go and do for someone without money involved at all. Yet that same thing we wouldn't do for someone with all the money in the world to pay us mm-hmm. because it wouldn't be true. worth it. Uh, so true. it's, it's well, here's here's the here's the crazy thing too about kind of uh, us and how that is. We can add as many zeros to any project that we do, not for the extra zeros for us, because we're going to end up spending those extra zeros doing something for someone anyway. Yeah. So I, I don't know how many times I've looked at a project and we've had this conversation that I wouldn't do that project for less than double what we charged them. And the reality is, if we charged them double, we'd have done twice as much. Yeah. You know, there's there's no level of that that says, okay, I'll do just this much so I can profit. When we sign because a, that's the, the profit. When we sign a contract a with someone, and it's like, well, hey, I have this idea. It makes it this much better, but we didn't charge for it. Well, is that the thing that we should do? Then we do it. Yeah. Or, well, this this piece of equipment or stone or whatever is like three times what I had budgeted for stone 
but is it what needs to be there? Ultimately it is, or we wouldn't be having this idea and that's what has to go there. Yeah. Well, and we could live in a world where we have constant material cost changes and, you know, adding uh, this and that and, you know, remodifying a contract and we're not and now people. and then that makes it a horrible experience yeah, for me not. and for them that's it's not no. in me mm -mm. it's not in you mm -mm. and i would rather just do it so that it's yummy oh i know when mark does yeah. service half the things he does like i i don't hear about and we don't invoice and the other half like he'll mention the one thing he did but when he was there he did, did six this, others this but that's just who we are. You're though. either you're you're buying your well, you're you're using your money tool to express itself engage and, with, yes, us with us in some way, and then you're doing that. But the best things in life don't even cost the money. So I think it's really important that people watch if they want to get to know us better. That you watch Kevin and Lori talk about the pool, and you watch the minor family talk about the pool even seven and, years later yeah and like kevin is saying like it was so special but not for me but because i knew what it would mean to you and then our team can do things for them not because it for means us, that much to us mm -hmm. it's like ultimately it could be for Lori or for sedona or for kevin but also it's because we know how much Kevin is going to enjoy seeing the enjoyment of that Lori, Lori and yes. Sedona. And Lori didn't do it for Lori. Lori did it so she can enjoy seeing her children and her grandchildren with it. And that's magical. So as Dawson... That's a whole different life, a life choice. As Dawson left this morning, you guys may have heard me talk about love in a box. Um, so I do it with pool customers. I do it with any... Like, it's my thing. My, my love language is is attempt, attempting significant gifting. So I coined something which I think my grandma started. She lived in Arizona and she would send us clearance holiday candy, whatever it was, like as soon as the holiday was over, she would go like buy a large box full and she would ship it to us with a letter and with who knows what other trinkets came in it. And we'd get it and it would be like, grandma thought of us in a box so anyway with um with people that i care about i put together love in a box and it's things that i think you would enjoy so as dawson had been visiting me for the last um week as they hit the freeway after leaving this morning he said to my mom we should send sandy aunt sandy a whole box of love which is very cool yeah. Well, if an eight-year-old can get it, having spent some time with you and understanding it, just think about if the world would get out of its craziness and quit being so stupid, oh, yeah. what a little love in the box could do for everybody. Because we live in this nuts world yeah. now. And that's like Galena coming. Mm -hmm. You know, I thought it was, I thought it was important for Galena to come up to the Once Upon a Time launch. Um, some of you may know she answers our phones from Florida. For others, that may be news to you. Like, yeah, Galena, our frontline call center, longtime friend of ours. Um, every incoming call to our company, I think Paul, fellow pool guy, who's like, you're in Florida? Like, when I call the office, it's in Florida? Yeah, our office is in Florida. She came up. 
to the launch and she had like Florida gifts. She had keychains and magnets. She and, stopped and got a whole bunch and of that little is, stuff. It's, it's not about the keychain or the magnet. It's about Galena saying, here, I'm sharing some love with, with you. you. That's exactly what it oh, is. Man. <sighs> so what does this all even mean? Callie, so, come here. Hey. Callie, come. The what, mailman must be what here. Callie. This, what does this even mean? Come on. It, it means that I hope we get to have an open house at once upon a time. It means that Bud is having a birthday party at Lazy River on August 29th. Of 29th. August. And if you think that you would like to come see that, shoot me a note and we have uh, you can come to Bud's birthday party. We've invited ourselves and all of our friends. Yeah. Well, we got well, invited we got to invited. the birthday party, but when, then we invited us and all of our friends you know what i know about the birthday party bud and vera bud and vera have hearts of givers oh my goodness yes and i know we probably haven't seen it in vera but when we first started talking about this pool like well what do you want so sure she wants a slide but what vera loves doing is creating an environment for people to get together mm -hmm. so vera mm -hmm. loves hosting and bud loves hosting and they are people they are, they are people, people. Yeah, they are. And they are amazing people. Mm -hmm. So when they invited, so you're, you're all invited. And then I wrote back. Um, what does you all what mean? What does all mean? Can yeah. we invite some extras? And Vera said, absolutely. I know that they will love it because in their hearts, that's what drives them. We should rent a bus with people and then get some crazy wacky cool birthday gifts and just tromp out yeah. a whole they a love whole... they love homemade mm -hmm. handmade like the tour of their new house they point out things that they've you know they've gotten from gotten craft from cool markets and, or like mm -hmm. this art that somebody gave them that they got like handmade as Lori says handmade amazing well, Lori describes it really well when she says this is a handmade pool. This isn't a custom pool. This is, this is handmade, which she's absolutely right. Well, we should, for Bud, okay. like all right, roll so. out with all of this, this, a gift after gift after gift of kind of cool handmade yeah, stuff for so them. So it is about an hour door to door from the office. Um, I will be looking into the party bus which, I mean, by party bus, I mean bus with a lot of seats. We have a bus that could have well, a lot know, of seats. but we just don't know how to get it to run yet. We don't know how to make it go or right. stop. We have a really cool bus. If someone knows how to make it run for us, that'd be great. So probably we won't take our bus. Well, that's because there's no seats in it anymore. And we'll hire a driver. Although, you have a chauffeur's license. I have a chauffeur's mm -hmm. license. I told Kyle, you might need to drive a bus one day to get your chauffeur's license. So he did. Nice. As of right now, our bus doesn't work. I do have a really cool picture of Dawson driving the bus with the walkie-talkie in his oh, that's hand. Funny. That's so cute. I have a picture of that too. So anyway, all right. So for Bud's birthday, the requirement to get on the bus is you have to make something, a gift for Bud with your bare hands. <gasps> well, Bud and Vera and the family. Wow, that's kind of a cool challenge. Think about. Yeah. Let's blow them away. Let's, let's just. Let's do that. Let's hit that one out of home run because they've been spectacular. Yeah. Oh, they, and yeah. uh, it's been a long process. It and has it's been. been. A, 
Uh, the pool is, is simply amazing. Everything about it, where we've talked about this before, where Kevin and Lori's once upon a time is on a m micro scale. Yeah. Theirs is on a macro scale. I mean, it the is. scope and size of the project, it's awe-inspiring when so, you look at all of the things involved. If you look at each of those projects, so one is, one is like big detail, macro. one is other mm -hmm. detail. My parents were watching part of that saying, is that at a resort? Nope, it's at their house that they built. And the pool is perfect for the environment. And Kevin and Lori's pool is like perfect for their house. To date, those are the two projects, I believe, that encompass and showcase the entire range of our company. Mm -hmm. That's a good point. Like when we were doing lazy river and the final like ideas brainstorming the challenge for the team is like what is the thing you would put on this pool let's put one of everything that any member that, of our team could dream mm -hmm. up like what would it be that we put on this pool and we did it's there yeah yeah oh my word I feel allergy season will probably last <laughs> for quite a while. <laughs> for a lot longer. Oh, well, we're in, yeah. uh, you know. You know, it's yummy though. I mean, oh, even yeah, having it's the all allergies, really good. Mm -hmm. like they're they're just a sign of that you're living really of well. Amazing. That you're living nice. really well because you're feeling. Those are all feelings. They're feelings. Those those are feelings. Allergies. They're you're, feelings. You're, are you allergic to feelings? I'm not allergic to feelings. I love feelings. But yeah, but my feelings, my feelings are triggering your your, your, come your out. sniffles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, no, I just cry a lot more these days. Well, because we, live, we live in a weird world right now. It anyway. is, well, and it's, it's weird. Yet ours is yummy. Ours and, is freaking amazing. You know, yeah. I, if you haven't had something significant to cry about, like in the most. Kind of agonizingly sort of way. wonderful way lately mm -hmm. i'm sorry that you've been missing out on the allergies because they're like they're they're really good stuff yeah as kevin would say like they're really good stuff kevin, kevin. it's really good That's right stuff. i love i love Lori's irreverence as well as she's <sighs> She's teasing then the the tears. Yeah. But he has allergies. Can't blame him, poor know, guy. Well, she, she did say she used to have a lot more allergies than him. <laughs> but I guess he caught them and just took them to a whole new level. <laughs> oh my goodness! Talk about so talk about our people. Like our people are people that I want to hang around. I want to hang around Kevin and Lori and steve and sandra and i haven't sandra. sandra i haven't gotten well my name is sandra sorry yes yours is sandra hers is sandra i always i always wanted to be sandra and then i i just should have been Sandy. You, you'd be yeah. a good sandra no. um and then I, nick and kelly like i've only met them briefly yet they're exceptional super cool and yeah. bud and vera are amazing and mm -hmm. when i say you like i'm talking about you and your extended families that we've gotten to meet and so, enjoy so think about it and think if we Paul just started Erica, yeah you started rolling Lucas back Amanda, a little bit look and at, uh, the people that came to visit us at dan and jamie dan and, and jamie and their Teresa family and Brian, and, Brian, and, yeah. and 
and then we think of the pirate people and then we think about anthony the, yes. they're out of town anthony and wendy and i miss them like i have missed them yeah. every time i go back and watch your videos i miss you like yeah. i just do and wendy and mark who i thought were going to be there but also there was bad weather in areas and we we are just lucky people yeah yeah no no doubt about we it really are mm -hmm. Yeah. We've been able to surround ourselves with amazingly cool people. Yeah. People to ride the river with. People that really matter. People that have, uh, that are living a, a much deeper and richer and, and more profound life. Yeah. And those are the people that I want to be around, that I want to share my love with, that I want to share my craft with. Absolutely. And, and that's why it's become so important. And Nick, just this week, had said, well, I guess I didn't realize that how how much you you know you make sure that the customer is right for you. I, did, I guess I didn't realize. All right, make to the point where you didn't know when you emailed me and I saw it came from your company email address that I looked you up you and I found your him. videos on YouTube and I found the news articles written about you being like thirty under thirty. In, young uh, attorneys in Lansing, in Lansing and that I watched the advice that you had for taxes and small business people to see if I agreed and I, I really did and you know really, yeah, yeah. It, isn't that really interesting like, how I, I didn't we didn't talk about that <laughs> now you know that yeah. uh, that we do our homework as well that it's really yeah. important for us to make sure that you're our peeps yeah. That you're that you're somebody that we can that we be with. That we have some fundamental commonality. Some commonality that we care about. I mean, yeah. we can have all kinds of commonality, but there's so much of it that doesn't matter. But the yeah. stuff that matters to us, if we can align with you and you can align with us, and then we can live this yummy, juicy, amazing life together, yeah. then let's do that. Anything wish, less than that's not worth it. I can it. wish everybody peace and love. And some people, your peace and love is coming from a distance. Yep, just you peace know? and love over there. You yeah. go ahead and peace and love over there. We're going to yeah, peace, and love, peace and love over here. So, all right, let's, uh, we, we've been long winded here, but let's sort of work towards not, wrapping up. Not as long as sometimes, but yeah. Well, let, well then let's not work towards wrapping up because <laughs> I'll go all day. Oh, I know. Yeah. So, so, there's some changes coming on in the company. What do you think some of them are going to be? I mean, because we're having this open dialogue of, we're not a big company. No. By design, we could be five, six, seven, eight times revenue what we are currently yeah. tomorrow, like that, if we well, care we, to take all the work that comes our way. Have we talked about this yet on a podcast? That so at at the launch of Once Upon a Time, like some people knew that changes were coming down the pipeline and asking kind of how we felt about it. <coughs> And I had said that you and I, like we had a really good conversation a few weeks ago and I think we both felt it coming that we are equally as good with just the, the thought, like emotionally, mentally, whatever, we're like, we're tracking with whatever life will be, it'll be, we can roll with it. We're equally as good building zero more pools as or... we are with building 20 more pools. Right. Like it's, you know, they both feel comfortable like mentally for me I feel really good and I think you also are at that place where only if it is right and it feels great and we want to keep doing it does that make sense to do um, I feel really sad about the opportunities that we may not be able to take 
just in advance, like I'm mourning the loss of the future some cool of people those, that we won't be able to work with. Just mm -hmm. because I know that that's what it is. We, we could pivot a little bit. Like our team has such an extraordinary skill set that we could like, so right now our media is pools and backyards. Mm -hmm. It could be houses. It could anything. be Airbnbs. Mm -hmm. It could be campers. It like, it could be anything that we decide to put our imaginations toward just yeah. because it is transferable like that. And I think we realize that now more than ever. On the service side of things too, we've, we came to this a long time ago, you know, service is in Mark the way that construction is in Al and Mark is Rick's son. And you know, we, we know that as people, we all have our quirks and I mean, we're all extremely perfect and we don't understand why the world doesn't see things exactly like we do. Yet, if we're all the same, it would really be a horrible, boring place. Mm -hmm. um, so like services to Mark, what construction is to Al, and I know that Mark's good doing it for now, although eventually Mark's going to also mm -hmm. need something new. Like as, as people, we need hope for the future and we need to be growing and changing and there's whoever said well, if you we do if you're not not everybody does, if you're not but growing we do. you're dying yeah, you know if absolutely. you're not living more reaching for more and more doesn't necessarily mean money or whatever or but prestige it's or just honor. if you're not growing and expanding you're shriveling and shrinking and dying mm -hmm. so so there will be more and sometimes more also comes with changes. Different. You know what I love though? I love when Galena was in town, I was overhearing some of her approaches to customers. And I love that we can be who we are and we can communicate that with people that matter, Galena and our team and our friends, family, clients. And then that can get translated. It like ripples out from us. And I had a lot of fun eavesdropping on Galena and how she words things. And, you know, Galena lived in Michigan. She raised her kids. They finished high school here. Um, I miss that she's in Florida, but I also came to the realization that Galena likely doesn't get lonely at all because she's on the phone with our, our clients, customers, vendors, like every day. There's nothing that Galena would rather do then talk to somebody on the phone or and she's so in person, sweet but and she, she just loves it. So I loved overhearing our philosophy coming through her, come words. Through her. and mm -hmm. I love hearing my philosophy come through my nephew Dawson and the people that have been around us. And I mean, I could also talk about my niece Dahlia and how for her birthday this last year, she got Aunt Sandy's fun in a box. Like, I just, I love, love, love seeing that. Those are the moments of time that really truly matter. Those are the ones that stand out because we go, we run our, our, our course through this life and all we really end up with is memories. Yeah. We might have stuff, like we have stuff. We have more stuff you can imagine. Oh, we have but stuff. But our, our stuff. We have stuff on I, top I was, of stuff. <laughs> I was thinking about how we acquire our stuff too, though and, and here's an interesting point I don't know why we're going to talk about this for a second but we are okay. is that every little thing that you see we had to acquire it didn't just show up and just decide to pile itself up yeah 
you stopped somewhere, I stopped somewhere, you sent someone there, I sent someone there, we did something, something happened. We had to take an action. Yeah. Whether it's getting out of your car on the side of the road and throwing something from someone's trash into the back of your car. Which I do a lot. <laughs> we, we do. There's some amazing, cool things. I just told her today. We just got a free bird cage yeah. from someone said, hey, it's on the side of the road. Should I get it for you? And she said yes, which led me to think, you know what? Someone's going to offer us a bird. That's it. We're going to end up the having most exotic. <laughs> we're going to end up with three of the most exotic birds you can imagine because we have a cage ready for it now. Yeah. Much like we had no idea that we would have a, an army of koi we, fish. I mean, but we the were koi ready. Fish, like they didn't come off the side of the road, but they came from Facebook. Kind of. And well, we acquired. No, they didn't come from Facebook. They came well, from a, someone we know did, texting well, you. Well, she messaged me on Facebook. Oh, she messaged you so on it Facebook. Came from Facebook. Okay, you're right. All right. Um. And you think yeah. about even that, that collection well, alone is a massively amazing. Okay. Priceless. Be be ready in life and make yourself ready and then things happen. The koi fish is a great example. We have a lifetime collection of koi that most people could only dream of that, that love koi fish. I right. mean, when you look at between what's they, here they and what's over there. dropped into our yard. <laughs> And I had a pond that was ready, needed to be cleaned out, and we had a boat that was ready that just needed to be put in the ground, and voila. And if oh, we... Not only that, and then we have someone in the industry saying, hey, pumps, filters, stuff, you know, and all of that it just we utilized to just happen to, to really build something that a koi aficionado would spend their entire lifetime trying to acquire. Well, which is where we inherited them from. There was a yes, koi aficionado exactly what it is. who started collecting koi fish, I believe, 20 years, 20 ago. years mm -hmm. ago. So are the fish 20 or they're, some are older. Uh, right? He figured that these fish are 15 to 20 years old. Okay. So he spent 15 to 20 years acquiring this collection of fish and nurturing them and taking care of them. Well, he grew up, he grew it, he grew them from, from and babies. It, spending significant amounts of money on koi that needed a home and we got we got the fish so sometimes the most magical things also like this is a very valuable collection of koi fish that we invested time in putting a place together for them but the acquiring of the koi fish did not cost us a thing. anything mm -hmm. it didn't cost it literally didn't cost us anything. but you know what it did cost it cost, the, the cost, it's not really an expense, but we had to be ready to active, to activate, to move. Right. And that's where a lot of people would be, oh, but I'm not ready. Oh, but I'm not. Could you have imagined? We let's, say, let's, let's go we four months yes, ago. and we figure out yes. how to be ready. So this is right at the early stages of, of all this COVID. COVID lockdown stuff where we're not supposed to do anything. The world is now shut down and who else would have been just ready? Could you have imagined? Okay, put yourself back in that position when you told me, well, I got this Facebook message from Claire and she says that she has this person who has this koi fish collection they need to get rid of. And, and what did would, I know okay, anybody what, that what was your first response? Yeah, what was your first response or first thought when she messaged you before you even told me about it? What were you thinking? Oh, like, isn't that, that's weird. Yeah, that's kind of like that's, what's that's she asking kind of me for? Strange. And then I, well, I knew why she was asking me because she said, 
Like if anyone the, knows someone, you're you the know only person that I thought of to ask this question. Because of. you hang around people that would be and likely to. I didn't know that we'd keep them, but I knew that we could help facilitate something, maybe. Yes, because I said, well, Al has a pond. I'm sure we could take them. That's, that's what I said, because if somebody offers something, I'll either try to figure out who to connect them with or, or help them make do their I have way. the means mm -hmm. to do it. And I said, well, yeah, Al has a pond, or at least I thought Al had a pond. I never saw it as a pond functioning, but I knew what he had been. this thing mm -hmm. that in theory, um, he's called a pond. So sure. Well, okay. And wow talk about a life-changing like ability to say yes yeah that was the extent of my thinking you're the only person i thought of like well let me think on that and then you ask me al has a pond and then you ask me and yeah. i was like yes because that's like a dream come true that i would never have imagined because my thought would have been i would have started like every other koi owner with fish that are this big like, Three that are you know they're five koi fish. yeah they're this big and you start them on a little thing that keeps getting swampy dirty and mucky and gross and and then hopefully if you're lucky they get to be this yeah, big. do you know how much oh. i knew about koi care when i said Did that of us? like i thought the fish were gonna go live at al's house okay so yeah. <laughs> we're not talking like two or three when when we said yes then the question was so so how so big how are many? these fish and how many and he and the guy responds back oh, about 24 inches long and i think there's like 75 of them and he had like four ponds worth oh and you'll need to come catch them right and transport them so then we had to figure out <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this big you get it yeah that's the small ones i mean there's some smaller ones there's some that are yeah. this big. Like, how much do they weigh each? Do you think the big ones? I'm imagining like these they're, these big these bigger chunky. ones are probably ten pounds a piece. There's a couple in my pond over at my house that are probably fifteen pounds a piece. They're, they're big. big. But the average, I would imagine, the average of all of these are eight, nine, ten pounds. A okay, piece. so sure we'll take these fish. How how old are they? They're fifteen to twenty years 15 old. Fifteen to twenty oh, years old. Shoot, I really hope that we I hope we don't kill them out so they do okay this was this man's life's dream he'd spent 20 years and he loved love loved them and he had to get rid of them he had no choice the, the way that things were working out well, they were he sold the house the house is being torn down he was moving out you and they had to get really put 75 fish in a condo with you and the homeowner didn't want the ponds they wanted it all gone because they, they wanted it so he could have just left them there and someone else could have figured out how to get rid of them but he loves he loved his fish so much that he needed a home for him well here we are now we have 26 big ones here with then several smaller ones at my house there's another 30 big ones and, frank, and at least 25 little ones and then frank um so claire that we got the connection from is her brother sisters frank. with frank and frank has a pond with no he built that pond he built a pond so he could so he could take some of these and put them the fish, in there which i've been told by frank's wife janet is one of the best things that happened this summer hands down she loves her fish mm -hmm. so they have a half a dozen of them as well so that is why we have fish mm -hmm. 
But it's so just to and wrap that's, it. That's that's why whatever random crazy. Do, do you need? Sure. It, you know what though that's not it's not for everybody and i get that and that's not everyone's lifestyle and i get that and it's okay it is our lifestyle yeah it's the style of life that we choose to live that we can naturally Some may call it legendary we we certainly do yeah. we're able to pivot enough and not be too caught in our ways and not be too stodgy and not whatever that we can flex and move and in that case yeah. here we have now we have koi fish. Uh, the next thing I'm telling you is going to be birds. And then, you know. But, uh, I, I love birds. You don't. Yeah, about you love birds. As about as I love fish. Right. And, and, and look at look at how much time you've spent. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. I, look at how I, much time you've actually spent around these I fish. I take a, a lot, lot of more. responsibility for the care you, you and well-being and happiness of the fish. And then Al and I had been sitting out by the fish after I spent hours trying to find fish babies in the ponds. Yep. And we found little fish. And that was on the heels, literally, the same day or the day after I told Al, like, I'm really okay we didn't get any baby fish because, like, I really have no need for an indoor aquarium. And now we have an indoor aquarium because we're now raising baby koi fish as well. Just yeah. a couple, just yeah. a handful. So guess, guess who knows all about the aeration and pH of needed little baby koi to fish uh, handle baby koi fish. But see, that's that, that's that elasticity. That's that ability to just go with it. Because think about it, we could get really caught up in our ways of who we are and then just be stuck in that until we're dead. But why? That would be I mean, dull. It, it would be hell. It'd be like yeah. living in hell. You're doing the exact same thing every day. We get to do different stuff every single day and we get to have fun doing it and we get to do it for people that we love and we get yeah. to express ourselves in a way and share our love in a way, whether it's with fish or whether it's with human beings or yeah. future birds. I'm just saying there's a bird big old bird cage which might be a monkey cage too it's really big but you i'm thinking it was probably birds. birds always love birds i have loved birds i would capture every bird in the yard if i could and put okay. it in the cage so people, i could play with it yeah people owls looking for a bird um i just always love birds so so fun story to wrap up dawson's um time where we started at my house and remember the first of the three things which you only came up with two was dawson so good let's yeah. wrap with that well, maybe the third thing was the, the sadness over Kaylee, who is equally as good at like hospice and end of life care and caring. But for... she has a special skill there. Oh man, like yeah, talk about like badass construction worker, hold a shotcrete hose, or hold someone's hand, or just holding yeah, holding people's hands and their family's hands in people's last moments of life. Like she is also except she's an exceptional. She's a pretty diverse kid, isn't she's an she? Exceptional she's an exceptional human being. Um, Dawson, as we're watching the videos on YouTube, he asks his grandma, my mother, "Can I subscribe to the Ask the Pool Guy YouTube channel?" And Grandma's like, "I don't know what that means." <laughs> and and so like I'll have to think about it. And I'm like Dawson. You have my permission to subscribe to the Ask the Pool Guy YouTube channel. Please, please do. Um, so I guess I'll just throw that out there as a final note. If my nephew Dawson is interested enough to subscribe to the Ask the Pool Guy YouTube channel, then I would ask, have you subscribed? Because, you know, it's pools, yet... It's, it's like mostly... We, we didn't 
family friendly. There yeah. might be a cuss word well, on occasion, but not much. Seriously, but no more that anybody would ever hear every single day anywhere anyway. else. Right. So like it is what it is. But anyway, so yes, also you and my permission, <laughs> whether you are Dawson and you're eight years old or not, to subscribe to our channel. I, I thought that was hilarious. That's awesome. <laughs> I don't know exactly what that means. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Dawson, go for it. It's really good. On that note, thanks for listening. I hope I hope your allergies, Kevin, are under control <laughs> as you listen to our TED Blubbering, talk. Blubbering, uh, right. yeah. Oh wow, to the conversation with Sandy now, loosely wrapped around pools, but more life and philosophy. Life. And there's so much, so much to be yeah. said. And living so legendary, and living in the yummy, and just being your authentic self. Showing be up the best and twinkling. Self that you can be. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. Thank you guys.